Some of you might remember it's from a long time ago by Keith Green. It just goes like this. The, the part of the song is this. It says, listen to the words. Oh, Lord, there's just so much to be done. Oh, Lord, so many souls to be won. It seems this world has fallen apart, crying for love from a broken heart. Oh, Lord, there's just so much to be done. Oh, Lord. So many souls to be won. It seems this world has fallen apart. They're crying for love from a broken heart. Oh, Lord. Man, those words just keep ringing in my head all week. The world is falling apart. There's so many souls that need to be won. And you and I have an opportunity like we've never, probably never had in our lifetime. Look, look at a Pastor Alan Judy, been here for many years, and they've been believers for many years. They have an opportunity. You have been a believer for many years. This is an, we need to seize the opportunity right now while we have a moment in time. This is like the scripture says, while you have breath, while you have life, you call on him and he will hear you. Seek him while he may be found. Do it now and pray and be a witness. Be an ambassador of Christ. Seize the opportunity right now in your life as a Christian on this earth to make an impact in your society, in your culture, in your city, your town, in your workplace. Seize it. It's a great opportunity right now for you and I to bring others to Christ. Amen. When they're in fear, we're in faith. Amen. And Jesus said in the last days, Pastor L, I'm sure you've heard this in Matthew 24. They asked him, what are some of the signs? How are we going to know the end of the age and when the Son of Man is going to come? How do we know? There's three things that really stuck out to me. People are going to be offended. People then are going to be betrayed. And then people are going to hate one another. They're going to be easily offended They're going to betray even close people that they love and even family members. And then it even says that their betrayal will be so drastic, they'll begin to hate one another. Hate one another. This church is going to love and increase in love. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Let's get right to the message this morning. My title is Priorities Are Essential. Priorities in your life and my life, especially what's going on right now in America and around the globe, priorities in our life are essential. We have to prioritize our life and not get caught up and be distracted and let the little foxes steal things that are, you know, trying to take your time. You need to prioritize your time with the Lord and make sure you have your priorities in order. Amen. And the priority that I really want to focus on this morning is something that I feel very strongly that the church has gotten away from for more than a decade or two even. It's valuing and cherishing God's holy word in your life. Not just reading the word, listening to the word, but I mean almost literally chewing it, making it part of your life. You just eat it. You devour because it's so important to you. That this word is life and you, you have to have this word in front of you, around you, hearing it, seeing it, eating it. The Lord says, eat of my flesh and drink of my blood. I mean, he literally is the word of God. He said, make it a priority. If you love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind and strength, like we said last week, 
Remember we talked about last week that your, your thoughts matter to God. How you think. The way you think. And what you meditate on. What you think about constantly. If you're caught up in this coronavirus and all the fear that's entangled with it, and trust me, it's a serious thing. It's nothing to be lighthearted about. It's killed a lot of people. But you know what? So does the flu. Yeah, in drastic measure. But if you get caught up in the whirlwind of the ways of the world and social media, your focus will not be in this book. It's going to be carnal. It's going to be emotional. You're going to be all emotional. You're going to be uptight. You're going to be irritable. You're going to be fearful. Amen? We are not of this world. We are aliens. We are strangers. This is not even our home. We are here temporarily, and we're literally in this body temporarily. What are we here for? We are here to worship God, love God, love our neighbor as we love ourselves, and we're here to glorify the one that gave us life. Amen? And you and I are here to be his servants, to be a witness for him, and to share and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. But you can't do it unless you're in this word and making it a priority in your life. Let's go right to Psalms 119. There's a lot of verses in Psalms 119. You could literally spend almost a whole year as a church in Psalms 119. But I just want to look at this verse right here. It says, the entrance of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. Whose words give light? Jesus' words, God's word, gives light to where? It gives light to your soul, to your spirit man. More people are letting the entrance of people's words and the words of the world to enter them more than the words of God. No wonder they're so full of anxiety and fear and, and hatefulness and all that things that come when you listen to other words that you should not be listening to. Trust me, when you allow God's word to begin to enter inside of you and you begin to chew on it, eat it, devour it, it becomes your whole life. It becomes a priority to you, God's word. Your darkness in your life will become light very quickly because God's word shines light on the darkness. It gives you understanding. How many want more understanding in your life? How many... I pray this all the time, especially now more than ever. I start my day and I say, Lord, I ask you for wisdom today. Father, I ask you for wisdom. I ask you, God, today for understanding of spiritual things in the times and seasons on the earth and where I'm at in my life. I pray for wisdom, understanding, and Lord, I ask you for discernment that I can discern the times and the seasons that are going on in this earth spiritually. Not politically, not economically. Those parts are important, but spiritually, if you have wisdom, understanding, and discernment, you can be led by the Spirit and not by your flesh. Amen? And God wants us to be in that realm every day. You can't allow in these times and seasons on the earth, you and I cannot be apathetic and slothful and lazy spiritually. You can't just say, well, Tuesday came and gone. I really didn't do much for the Lord. And I really didn't practice what I preached. I didn't really focus on the Word. Tuesday's already gone. You wasted a day. you got to value every single day now. You really have to make it a priority that you... T- today, you have Sunday today. March 15th. Live for the Lord. Tomorrow is Monday, March 16th. Live for the Lord and focus on Him that day and live your life completely for the Lord as if it's your last day you're here. Amen? It changes you. It gives you a sense of adventure in life 
in Christianity. Amen? How many want that in your life? How many believe that your life is here for a reason? You are to make an impact. You are salt and light in a dark world. And people are looking right now more than ever for something to cling to and look to give some hope. And you and I have Jesus Christ on the inside of us and the power of the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you and I and we can share and express that with people. But you won't want to do it and you won't have the courage to do it if you don't focus and prioritize God's word in your life. And we're going to see here how important it is. Let God's word enter your spirit, enter your thoughts. Let there be more light in your spirit than darkness. Let the light increase through the word of God entering your life. Well, how do I do that, Pastor Matt? You can't just do it on Sunday mornings. I'm sorry. It isn't going to cut it with God. He wants you to devour this word and love his word above all else. It's got to be Monday through Sunday. You have to make it a priority in your life. Well, how do I do that? You start putting the Word of God around your house. Put little things in your car. Show God that you mean it and that you really love His Word and that without His Word, you can't get by. I have my little promise Bible book in my work truck. I'm frantic if I left it at home. I'm like, man, I really need that. I I want that. And I open it up, you guys. I literally do. I open my, my little Bible right there where the cup holder is, and I open it to what I want to read that day to meditate on as I'm driving. Not as I'm driving, but I mean when I'm at a stop. I I look at God's Word. I'll pull over it and just read the Word sometimes because I know without God's Word in my spirit, and I'm not thinking about God's Word, I'm, I'm going to be caught up in the ways of the flesh and the ways of the world. Just, you have to make it a priority. You have to love God's Word. And He will speak to you. He'll show you things. He'll reveal things to you. Amen? Because His Word brings light. Hallelujah. And we want more light and less darkness. Now listen to this statement. I wrote this down. I think you and I live in a society and a culture where, like Jesus said too in Matthew 24, He did say this. In these last times, in these end of end times, there's going to be many deceived. They're going to think, well, He's over here. Jesus Christ is over here. He's in the temple over here. He's over there. Don't believe it. And Jesus said, many will be, de- will be deceived. So you and I need to make a decision, a decision in our heart and our spirit that I am going to desire truth and hate falseness. You got to love truth and desire truth in your life, which is only comes through God's word. God's word is truth, not man's opinion. You don't need a pastor, preacher's opinion. You need God's truth. Amen. Man has their opinions and their doctrines and their ideologies, whatever it might be, but God's word is truth. And you and I have to get to a place where we hate, literally abhor and hate anything that is false. And know it and understand that, no, you flee from that stuff. Amen. And there's a lot of people going to be deceived and I don't want as your pastor I don't want you deceived Uh, that's one reason I'm telling you right now God's word is real it is not void because God is real and his word is eternal and it will never go void it's not ever going to go away and as your pastor I'm telling you we're living in a day and age where if you're not in God's word and I'm not meaning this in a condemning way but I I I'm looking out as a shepherd over the souls of the sheep And I know in my heart that if you just sugarcoat things and don't take 
a priority of God's word and prioritize his word in your life, if just reading it, meditating on it, you're headed for disaster spiritually, especially in these last days. I don't want to see any of you, any one of you deceived by the enemy or the tricks of the enemy. I want to see you in the light and in the truth. And that is by you meditating, focusing, chewing on and literally eating God's word and making it a true priority in your life where it comes out of your heart and your mouth more often. Amen. Smile at me. Amen. We're in your conversation. I want people to say, I've been talking to so-and-so and boy, they're on fire for God. That's all they talk about is the scriptures. All you hear is the word of God coming out of their mouth. Because when you're in the word, you, you, it comes out of you. It, because it's life. And you're, a, you, you're full of life because you have Christ in you. Amen. Amen. There's, a, there's a light around you. You can't even see it. There's a glow about you if you're a believer. Your countenance should look different. Can I hear an amen on that? I mean, what an, being a Christian in the last of days that we're in is the most exciting thing I can think of. I'd rather be a believer in a small little church than be world famous and known all over the world and be, be depressed, be unhappy. You could have all the money and all the fame and all the wealth you want, but if you don't have Jesus Christ, you have nothing. Zero. Amen. And then if you add any pestilence, disease or infirmity or sickness on all that, what are you going to have when you die without Christ? Absolutely nothing. Nothing but darkness for eternity. Amen. I want to be with light. Jesus Christ. He is my light and my salvation. Amen. And you'll, you, you know what will affect you and I more than anything as well? When you and I chew on and eat the Word of God, I mean, you just cling to it. You make it the love of your life, this Word, and the promises in this Word that are exceeding and great and precious. You know what will change also? Is your prayer life. Your prayer life will change. You won't pray prayers that are carnal and self-centered. Your prayers will change that will be scriptural and according to the will of God, your father. And they'll be effective. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. And a righteous man and woman that spends time in the word of God will pray prayers that are effectual and fervent. Because you're praying the word of God. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Romans 10, 17. It says this, you guys. Look at what it says. It's just this quick scripture, but this is powerful. So then faith comes. Faith comes. Well, where was it? It's coming some, from somewhere. Faith comes. It's actually moving towards you. Faith comes by hearing. Not just with these ears, but hearing in here in your spirit, man. Because you and I can't, you, you didn't hear the nails going in Christ when he went to the cross. You didn't hear them. You weren't there. Faith knows that it was true because God's word is true. Faith in your spirit. You hear by your ears physically, but more spiritually. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. 
Now let's look at this a minute. I want to meditate on this. I, I could just end with this right here. Look at, I want you to think about this a minute. Faith comes by hearing. How many want more faith in your life? True faith. Strong faith. Do you want to be a man and woman of faith? Where you really have faith in God no matter what's going on around you? And people will be drawn to you like a magnet if you have true, pure faith in God and His Word. Because nothing will move you. Because your faith is steadfast and strong in the Word and in Jesus Christ, who is the Word of God. So faith comes by hearing. Now, what are you hearing? Your spirit, man, is hearing you speak. (laughs) Think about it. Don't, Don't let this be too difficult for you. Listen, guys. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. If you and I want more faith and be a man and woman of strong faith, you got to pray and speak the word of God. When you read the word and then you speak the word out loud, faith comes. It comes by hearing the word of God. Pray the word of God. Speak out loud the word of God, even as you read the Bible. Even if you're on your phone, how you're reading the scriptures, read it out loud. Faith comes by hearing. Amen. And you're hearing it and your spirit is hearing it, what you're saying. If you're not speaking faith, you're speaking fear and doubt, you are going to be very, very much in trouble in these last days. And I don't want that for you. I want you to be strong in faith. But you, you can't get strong in faith just because you want to. It doesn't come that way. We live in a society where we want, we want, we want, and we want it now. We want it quickly. But you've got to take time. It takes discipline and a change of attitude and even a change. Listen, it takes a change of behavior in your life where, okay, you have to realize, I've got to make some decisions here. I've got to make some changes here. If you're hearing me right now on podcasts, I'm speaking to you as well. If you've got to make some changes in your life, okay, you've got to examine yourself. I wrote this down. I wrote this down. I was going to have it towards the end. But for some reason, it just came to my mind. On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being the least, 10 being the most, where is your priority in your life concerning God's Word? Don't, don't answer it out loud. Ask yourself that question right now. On a scale of 1 to 10, concerning the priority of God's Word in your life, where is that priority? Are you a 1? Is it a 3? Are you about 5? You, you love God's Word, you know it. I mean, you spend a little time in it. Or are you at 8, 9, or 10 where you just love God's Word and it's part of your life every day? You can't get by a day without looking at the Scriptures or thinking about the Word of God or looking at it or speaking it out or praying it because life just isn't normal until you do. Can I hear an amen on that? How many, if you're not at an 8, 9, or 10 wannabe with God's Word being a priority in your life? Amen. How many believe that if, if on a scale of 1 to 10, God's word as a priority, if you're a 5 or less, you're going to struggle spiritually? Amen. Is it really that important that we have the word of God and have the Bible? Are the scriptures really that important? Amen. If they're not, let's just leave our Bibles be and let's just put them in a drawer and don't, you know, we just won't even preach the word anymore. That's a bunch of baloney. That's how important God's word is. If you took away the Bible in our lives and we we never opened them anymore, we didn't hear it preached, we never heard it, we didn't read it, we didn't meditate on it, our life would be a total disaster. 
It would be lead to total destruction. But with God's word in your life and a priority, everything around you is going to supernaturally change. Your faith level will grow and increase because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You want more faith and you want your prayers to be full of faith? Pray the word of God and meditate on God's word and make it a true priority, especially now more than ever before. Ask yourself some questions. Ask yourself this question. What are you hearing? What are you hearing on a daily basis? What are you listening to? Just ask yourself, what what are you hearing a lot during the day? What are you listening to during the day? Does your own spirit hear you speaking God's word or does your own spirit hear you speaking the things of the world? Take responsibility. Take responsibility for making the word of God a priority in your life. Your life depends on it. You and I got to live responsibly in this day and age with God's word and making it that priority. Let's go right to the next scripture here for sake of time. Deuteronomy eleven eighteen says this. Therefore you, that means you and me, you shall lay up these words of mine where? On a shelf? In your heart and in your soul. Your soul is your will, your mind, your emotions, your intellect. You store up God's word in your heart and in your soul and bind them as a sign on your hand that God's word is a priority. You can even take a pen and write down Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing. And you look at it. Make it a priority in your life. I'm not saying for you to go write things all over your hand. But the point of this is you write them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. There'll be a quick reminder every time you think about God's word, it becomes a priority in your life. And people will know that it is. And trust me, when you make God's word a priority in your life and you, you, the scriptures are that important to you, you're going to turn some people off. You'll even be called a fanatic. You'll be called a Bible thumper. You're getting carried away. Because the word of God brings conviction. When you talk the word of God and you speak the word of God and you pray the word of God out loud, it brings conviction. How many have ever been around somebody, you go into their house, I knew this lady, Doris, she's from Beloit, and she just was constantly in God's word. Her Bible didn't, her Bible looked like it had been through World War III, because she was constantly in the Bible, constantly reading it, always in the word of God, always in the scriptures and meditating on it, talking about it, praying the word of God. She loved the word of God and ate the word of God. I want you to be that same way, to bind it as a sign upon your heart and in your soul and write it on your hand and right in between the frontlets of your eyes. In other words, you're thinking about it constantly. When you, the word of God is like a major priority. to So when you're walking on the path and you're walking in the way and your grandkids is on your right or your left, you talk to them about the word of God. The word of God keeps coming out of your mouth. You keep telling them about the scriptures. They, they, they want to talk fear and unbelief or criticism. You come back with the scriptures. Not, not preaching, but telling them the promises and telling them the hope that's in the scriptures and bringing the truth to them. How many believe we live in a generation where they need to hear the truth? Joshua 1.8. Let's go right to that scripture right now. Joshua 1.8. Look what this says. This book of the law shall not depart from where? Your mouth. The word of God should be coming out of our mouths when you pray, when you talk. 
Others should be hearing the word of God come out of your mouth. But you shall meditate in it once in a while, day and night. It doesn't even say weekly or monthly. It doesn't say occasionally. Meditate on the word of God day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. Why? So that you can get to heaven? No. So that you can be prosperous and blessed and full of wisdom and understanding and that you can know your creator and know the God that gave his life for you so you can walk with him and love him and understand him in a greater way. If you love somebody, don't you want to spend time with them? Don't you want to truly know the person you're with? Spend time with them and know them? God wants that from you. He wants you to know him. And he says, you know me by the words that I've spoken. Know my word. Let it meditate on it day and night. That all that is written in it so that you can prosper and be blessed. So that you can be a blessing on the earth. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. How many want to be prosperous and have good success? And I'm not talking the dollar bills or the Ben Franklins. That's part of it. That is part of it. But prosperous spiritually. How many of you would like to win more people to Christ this year than ever before? How many of you would like to lay hands on the sick and see somebody immediately healed of cancer? Amen. When you have God's word as a priority in your life, you will have such incredible faith because you, you know the scriptures. You'll know what it says, that if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. I, the Bible even says this. This is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, we know that we can have the petitions that we've asked of. Now, I could not quote that if I didn't meditate on that. That's in that little book that I read. You have to meditate and make it a priority in your life. Then you begin to pray it. Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Little things like that will change your prayer life and change the lives of people you come in contact with. Because when you lay hands on them, you're not hoping they get healed. You're believing God's hearing you and he's going to touch them because you know what God's promises are. Amen. You go in faith, believing for God to use you on this earth. Say this with me. The book of the law shall not depart out of my mouth. Say this with me. I will meditate, think about, chew, eat the word of God. Come on, day and night, day and night, not weekly, not monthly, not occasionally, not when I feel like it. It will be a priority in my life. And I want you, Jeff, I, I've totally forgot about this. If we if you can remember, remind Tony, she's not here today or even Cecil. OK. Can we get those little promise Bibles? They're not that much, right? I want to order them. How many would carry one of those in your pocket? Amen. It doesn't last long, especially when you do what Pastor Matt does. You leave them in your pocket and your wife does the laundry. Yeah, they don't last too long that way. But we're gonna, I think we can get like a, even 50 of them or 100, okay? Yeah, 100. And it gives you the promises. And keep that, that little promise Bible, that little thing in your pocket. Put, it, put one in your car. And open, show God that you mean business and you really want to devour and eat the Word of God. Amen? And make it a priority in your life. Because 
I'm telling you, folks, in all seriousness, you and I really need to focus on staying in the Word of God like never before and staying, if you're able, if not, I understand, but if you can stay on your knees before the Lord, get on your knees and pray more often than not. Amen? And if you can't pray, God understands if you can't get on your knees. I understand. But if you're able to get on your knees, it shows God that you really are humble before Him. It doesn't matter where you do it, just do it. How many agree with me right now when something happens when you've been on your knees and you humble yourself before the Lord? You're showing God that you're, you know, I'm, I need to pray, you know? I mean, I do it in our bathroom, on the, on the little rug, the little thing that we have. I do it right there. And I just shut the doors. It's dark in there. I got a little nightlight and I put my face down right on the bathroom floor as long as my knees are on that. And then I pray and I ask God things. I talk to him. I want that to be your kind of life too, where you just love God with all your heart and you love his word. His word is a major priority in your life. Amen. And what do we do with God's word? What do you want to do when you get God's word more in you? You want to share it. If you have an extra Bible laying around your house, give it away. If you're not reading it, give it to somebody that needs a Bible. Amen. And we got to get one to your son. Amen. Do, is that, do, do I need to take one with me? If possible, take a Bible to him. Okay. Amen. 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 We want to get the word of God to people. The word of God. I remember when I was in, going through McDonald's drive-thru in Beloit late one night. I was coming home from Van Gelder when I worked up there. And I seen this guy with his van and he had the back of the van open. And I looked. I couldn't believe his whole entire van was full of Bibles. From the back all the way. And I asked him, he goes, I'm taking them down to Mexico. He goes, I do this all the time. I get all these Bibles and then I go and take them down there as a ministry. He goes, I go back and forth down to Mexico and give them, give the Bibles out. He had Hispanic Bibles, English Bibles, all different kinds. I mean, he had hundreds of them, if not a thousand in there. Yeah, yeah, it's a little different now. Yeah. Amen, amen. Psalm 119, 105, it says this, The word, thy word, Lord God, is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. If you don't make God's word a priority in your life, you're going to stumble in life. Trust me, you will. You will do dumb and foolish things and make bad decisions and choices in your life. You will. God's word, when it's a priority, it's a light unto your path. It's a lamp right unto your feet. Literally, where you go spiritually where you walk in the Spirit. The Lord's Word is a lamp and a light for you. It shows you where to go, where not to go. It warns you of things coming that are in the darkness creeping up. Amen? That Word is a light unto your path. And last but not least, I want us to remember that priorities in our life are essential. And like I asked that question earlier, on a scale of 1 to 10, if your answer was 5 or less, the Word of God being a priority in your life, ask God to forgive you and make a decision this very day. Just like when you decided to follow Christ and trust Him as your Savior, make a decision today. You know what, Pastor Matt and congregation, I say to you, and you say to each other, I'm making a declaration today. I am going to make a firm commitment today to make God's word a real, honest, and true priority in my life like never before. I'm going to literally devour and eat the word of God as if my life depended on it. 
And it does spiritually. It does. Your life spiritually does depend on it. If you don't eat for six weeks, do you think you'll be healthy? No. You can't go without God's word spiritually. You'll starve to death. Amen. You, what will happen is you'll live and continue in sin and darkness is what will happen if you don't stay in God's word. God's word keeps us out of sin and darkness and doing things we shouldn't do. Come on. Amen. So let's pray right now. Say, Father, say this with me. And I'm praying it with, with you as well. And those on podcast, wherever you're at, bow your head and pray this prayer in faith. Say, Father in heaven, I repent today. I ask you to forgive me according to your mercy for not loving your word and devouring it and cherishing it above all else in my life. Your word, God, is my food spiritually. I'm tired of starving. I want to eat. I'm hungry for righteousness, for godliness, for holiness in my life. Lord, today I make a decision. I will love God's word and be committed to it from this day forward. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. And we'll get you those little promises. We'll order them this week. They probably won't take long. Will they, Cecil, to get in the mail? Not if they come FedEx. (laughs) Amen. But I want to get those to you. If you come, we might have them probably next Sunday, hopefully. But, and, and... Hand one out that somebody you know really would read it and look at it. Amen? Now, how many would be, be honest with me now, how many would be offended or irritated if I come up to you and say, have you, have you been reading that little promise book? Because I want to make sure you're in the Word. It's my responsibility as a pastor to make sure you're growing spiritually. You are not going to grow from hearing Matt, Pastor Matt preach a sermon on Sunday. You're not going to grow spiritually enough. You got to stay in the Word of God. I tell you what, Cecil, your wife Tammy, she's she's not here on Sundays for various reasons. But I'm telling you what, Tammy loves the Word of God. She reads the Word of God. She quotes the Word of God. When you pray with her, she prays the Word of God. Now, does she always live the Word of God? No, none of us do. We all fall short of God's glory. Christ died for sinners, hello. But she reads and meditates and memorizes the Word of God. I want you guys to be the same way. I want this to begin to be a turning point in the gentle shepherd fellowship of us really being a church that really loves the Bible and the promises in this book and the truth in this book because this will keep you out of trouble and keep you in these last days from much deception that's here and coming, even in a greater measure. Amen? Now, I did my part, so to speak. I'm giving you a warning and also a word that is from the Lord that you need to make this a priority. Okay, we all need to make a decision today. And you prayed, and we made a declaration that this is, today is a day of change for you and I in the Word of God. Amen? Amen. Now, I don't want to see you necessarily coming with a, something on your forehead or writing stuff all over your hands, but if you're going to do that, do it. I'm, I mean, do it. Put things around these little sticky notes, whatever you got to do around your house, and show God that you mean business. Now, I've talked about this before. I have. I know I have before. And I, want, I know sometimes it goes in here and right out here. 
because of distractions and the way... Even Pastor L told me a long time ago, and I've shared this, they're only going to remember 3 to 5% of what you said on Sunday. That's it. Only 3 to 5%. So I know I've spoken about this before, and I'm glad I brought it up again, because I want to see us begin to really love and devour the Word of God and in your life personally. Amen? And I know a lot of you already are. I know. This... I'll tell you what, Pastor Judy and Pastor Al, for a church our size, we have a very committed church. For you guys to come this morning says a lot to God. You're not here to please me. I'm not here to please you. We're not here to impress one another. We're here to please the Lord. Amen. We're here to honor God. And God sees the little things you're doing in your life. And if you make this decision today in your life, and this week is different, because you're really making a decision about the Word of God, I'll notice it, and God will notice it. He will. He will. But I want to encourage you today. There's a lot of good fruit coming out of our ministry here. There is. Amen. And I want to encourage you. You go in the grace and knowledge this day, and go in the Spirit of God and the Holy Spirit. Be led by the Spirit of God. Take an opportunity this week, you guys. We're living, I'm telling you, things are changing in our culture, in our society. And listen. Things have changed, and if you've noticed, they've really changed in the realm of the Spirit in our country. Things are changing, but it's exciting. And seize the opportunity why we have it, that little window of time where you and I can really see miraculous things happen. Amen? Amen. And go in God's grace and know this, Jesus Christ is coming very soon. Amen. Amen. Yeah, you want to pray? You guys want to pray right now? Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that the coronavirus will not spread, that they'll get uh, under control. And Lord, we know that nothing can happen without your mercy and grace. God, have mercy. Have mercy on America and have mercy around the world with this coronavirus. And Lord, we just pray that the vaccine would be uh, found and forthcoming and very effective. But, Lord, I pray more than anything that also, Lord, the sickness and disease that's spreading along our country and around our country of unbelief and the hatred for Christ and the cross and the Bible be turned around because of major revival breaking out. I pray for the fire of revival to spread in our land. That truly, Lord, instead of our churches emptying out and people making excuses and reasons not to go, they can't wait to go because of revival and our churches overflowing that are preaching the gospel, I pray, O oh God. That many would be saved and many would be delivered and many would come to Christ as their Savior in our country. In Jesus' name we pray. We thank you for that, Father. And everybody said, Amen, Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Revival, fire, fall. Glory to Jesus. We'll have church at 3 o'clock later.